ML Nation, episode 254. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. ML Nation, welcome to a special episode where you get to hear what's going on behind the scenes at ML Nation. Get a close-up view of the world of Simon Chan. I'm recording this out in the UK, in Bournemouth, out in the UK. It's a city about two hours, um, two hours south of London, and I'm more about that. But anyway, this is a special episode behind the scenes where you'll get not only the latest news about ML Nation, but a sneak peek inside the life of an entrepreneur the latest adventures I'm going through, my journey as a husband and father, my wins and losses, my and reflections and deep thoughts of what I'm currently reading and learning. And also in each episode, I share a valuable lesson that built me a six-figure passive income MLM business that still pays me every week, even though all I do is spend five minutes a day making sure my checks get deposited. Actually, five minutes a month making sure my checks get deposited. So many of you have contacted me through email, Facebook. I figured this is the best way I can talk to you all and also share what's going on in my life and the lessons I've learned. I warn you though, I'm not perfect. I make a ton of decisions I regret later on. So this is a real life sneak peek of the trials and tribulations of an entrepreneur that just won't quit. And my goal is to share with you how to avoid the mistakes I've made. Because I can tell you one thing, that my life is not easy and I wouldn't want to be easy because the entrepreneur's life is never easy. It's a nonstop journey of new lessons learned. The reason why I do what I do is because of having a bigger purpose of having a positive impact as many lives as possible and the fulfillment I get from helping others. That's what drives me. And if anyone ever tells you that once you made it, that's easy, well, they're either full of BS and lies or they've never made it yet. So welcome to Behind the Scenes at MLM Nation. So like I said, I'm recording this from the UK. Uh, what I'm doing here, I'm actually out here for an event. Um, thanks to my friend Justin Morris who invited me to get out here to speak at an event. It's pretty cool it's because this is actually the first time I've actually been in Europe, can you believe it or not? Um, I've been to Asia Many, many times, like probably even, I'm not even exaggerating, over 50 times in my life from the times I was a kid, my parents brought me to Taiwan, to Hong Kong, and then uh, building, you know, big business out in the Philippines, Malaysia, Hong, Singapore, Taiwan, China, you name it, I've been there. But this is the first time I've actually been in uh, Europe. So it's really, really cool. I love history a lot. So being, um, being able to just go and just... Being in a land, sometimes with the U.S., we, we think our history is like, you know, like 100, 200 years. Just, you know, when I walk in the land, I'm like, wow. You know, I think of the movie Braveheart and all these people, like thousands of years they've walked in this land and uh, they've done all this type of stuff. It's really, really cool. And just looking at the architecture. Now, I'm not really into sightseeing, but going out there, uh, my version of sightseeing is jogging, running on the beach. Uh, we Actually, the event is held by a beach. It's a beach city called Bournemouth. And uh, just walking, and then I went inland to the houses to see how people live, the architecture. That's my version of, of sightseeing. So uh, the event has been really good. It actually got fulfilled one of my bucket lists of going to a Premier League, Premier League football. So it's not American football, it's soccer. Premier League match, thanks to my friend Justin Morris for um, connecting, hooking me up to tickets. It was really cool. I had a great, great time. It was interesting to see how... 
It's just in many ways similar to American football. Like these fans, like the fans who travel with the teams to go to these games. And it's like their lives are, if the team won, they'll have a great week. If the team's lost, the whole week will be devastated, right? Like terrible. And it's like a whole life is a revolve around sports. And it kind of really brought back memories when I used to be. I was like that. Sports was a big part of my life, and when you know Dallas Cowboys or New York Yankees, they'll win or lose, and that would affect my day, affect my week, and it was just crazy to think about. You know, if you think about all the games I've watched, do I remember the specific game? Aside from the big games where I was watching my friends and family, I don't remember any of them. It makes you think my life is wasted away. Now, short term, it gave me a lot of happiness, but long term, what has it done for my life? And I probably sound crazy saying this is because uh, I used to be a bigger sports fan, but I don't follow sports that much. Now, I know the Chicago Cubs won. I, I mean, I spend 10 minutes a day doing my ab workout. I just go at ESPN.com and I, I follow up, see what's going on. But aside from that, I don't really watch sports because it's really trivial. Really, uh, I mean, the big games with you know when I remember them, it's because some exciting moments, and not just the game, it's because of special moments of watching with someone else. Like I remember specific moments as a kid uh, when the night, you know, uh, watching my brother, or later on watching my university buddies, right? But specific normal regular season matches games, I don't remember a thing. It just makes me wonder my life wasting away, and uh, so I'm so thankful. Like now, once you have your purpose. Your dream life is just so much more meaningful. So again, it goes back to what is your purpose in life? You know, my purpose in life is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. It drives and motivates me. It's what brought me to the UK. Like, what drives you? Now, hopefully, you're not. Again, I hope I, you know, I didn't offend any of you. And if I did, oh well. So what? But it's you got to have a bigger purpose. You make a difference. And I don't have time for sports anymore, right? And my, one of my mentors told me, you can't be great if you focus on the trivial. You cannot be great if you focus on the trivial. So write that down. You can't be great unless you focus on the trivial. Think of all the news, everyday news, you know, whatever is happening in the news. It's all trivial, right? All trivial, trivial stuff. And, uh, um, doesn't make a difference. And I know, you know, this show, as it comes out, we have a new president in the U.S. Again, I mean, I haven't followed politics because, as an entrepreneur, we can control our, you know, especially small businesses, we control. Just make it happen. I'll share in the UK. Just make it happen. Like, I'm not going to let the government or some politician determine my life. I'm going to go make it happen. I think that is the mindset it takes to be successful. Now, I used to didn't have that, but like, we are always in control, right? Like, we may not get dealt with great cards, but we could always have control how we're going to play those cards. And that's the important thing. So whatever policy that comes out, we can complain about it or we can find out what's the best way I can take charge. It's being proactive. Like Stephen Covey told me, the seven habits of highly effective people, be proactive, right? Don't be a victim. Instead, be proactive going out there. So uh, so being in the UK, got the Premier League match is really fun. But before I left, this has been, you know, it's like my life has been uncomfortable of uncomfortable. And I guess the only comfort to know about being uncomfortable is I'm growing really quickly, growing super quickly. Now, first of all, I've been over, you know, I shouldn't say overwhelmed, but flooded with episodes of episodes of to do for uh, ML Nation. Uh, you know, the record I had was doing seven shows in a week. But since I got back from Australia, it was crazy. It was like doing... You know, 14 in a week. I think one week, actually 16 in a week. And then right afterwards, another five in a day. It was so much that 
my head was spinning, but it was a lot of value. Uh, one good one, I mean, all of them were really, really, really good, okay? But this one I had to bring out that was really cool was from VJ Asran. Dato VJ Asran. He's like a knight in this country from Malaysia. The reason it stood out is because uh, he's the most valuable person I've ever interviewed. He's worth over $500 million, according to F- Forbes Asia, okay? $500 million U.S. He started out... You know, uh, driving taxis in college and got into network marketing and, and now owns a network marketing company. And the advice he talked about, we're all two minutes from the abyss, is really very inspiring and really makes you think. Uh, and one of the things he talks about, the best advice he, he gave, he got, best habit was thinking. He spends an hour a day, no interaction, not talking to anyone, email, messaging, but just in thinking. And I think most of us, we wait, and most people are reacting mode and not thinking. Again, going back to whatever happens to us, like we become a victim or the government or policies, or we just react, right? Instead, he's proactive with thinking every day, one hour with his talk, what he's exercising, walking, thinking. Really good. Check out, I actually made that into a blog post. The episode itself is not released on iTunes yet, on the podcast, but you can get on the Facebook live feed. We had record numbers on the Facebook Live there. Uh, but you can check it out on mlnation.net. For us, last B as in boy, 932. Stands for blog, 932. mlnation.net. For us, B932. I really appreciate for a, a 500. Yeah, he's worth half a billion dollars. Most valuable person I ever interviewed. And I woke, by the way, it took me two years to get that interview. And I woke up at 1.30 a.m. For that, to get ready, do my normal routine, and get myself excited for that. So definitely worth it. Check it out. MLNation.net forward slash B932. A um, couple other, though. So getting back to overwhelm, just, you know, the, but the thing is, the cool thing is, I was really overwhelmed, not sleeping much, but really got me to learning, you know, the breakthrough always happens when the breakdown. Now, I, I didn't necessarily have a breakdown, but, the you know, the great book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. I've been talking about this book a few times, talked about the last behind-the-scenes episode, but talking about your biggest aha moments come when you have the biggest obstacles. And the obstacle is the way, great. And, you know, I was overwhelmed with so many shows to do. I, I did not even have time because, you know, I was still spending time with my kids, took them Hollywood trick-or-treating. We went to Disneyland all at once, right? I didn't even have time to drag a file to upload to send it to my editor. And then my, it held back my editor. My editor actually uh, loved him to death, wisdom. He's actually editing it and needed a file. That was how crazy it was because I didn't have time to drag a file to upload because with another show coming up and then I have other meetings and then picking up the kids, taking the kids to school, picking them up, you know, helping them with dinner, uh, showering, putting them to bed, reading to them, playing basketball with my son every day now. Like we've been shooting hoops. Um, so that it was just crazy. Okay. Um, but you know what? The obstacle is the way. We actually, through that experience, it made me, I was just so, I was just overwhelmed by stress. I was like, this, I got so angry. Why did I even want to do these interviews? But I was like, no, what's, what's the solution? And I could quit or I can find out and realize there was inefficiency in the system. So we could actually improve, we actually improved the system as we're speaking right now in the process of improving the system even more where if, uh, I'm spending less time and really leveraging our team. And that's another big win for us was our program coordinator, uh, Aishim, he's awesome. Uh, he was working as an intern and now he's on salary. So we put him in salary, expanding our team. Super excited to officially uh, bring him on now as a salaried part of our team. And he also does network marketing on the side. This allows him to uh, take care of his two kids and do network marketing and help us out. And also get tons of value by learning, uh, just, you know, kind of, 
being part of my coaching programs as well, learning and stuff. So really excited. So as I'll tell you, the obstacle is the way. When things are tough, that's when your breakthroughs happen. And we got a major breakthrough that uh, we got Aishim on board and we also improved our system. Uh, another thing that was a big breakthrough was, another win, was um, I start intermittent fasting. Okay, fasting, uh, that means I don't eat for 18 hours. I eat the last meal for dinner with my kids, and I don't eat until lunch the next day. And I actually, you know what, thanks to Dave Nelson. for um, He's a multiple six-figure earner, again, out in Australia. I, he really got me into it, and it's been great. You know, like, now, there were some times where it was a little tough, but it's, you know, someone asked me today while I was jogging, working out in the UK with a uh, big shout-out to Cameron Harris and Tony uh, McCarthy for working, asked me how long I plan to do this. And I was like, number one, I'm like an all-out person. If I do it, I'm going to do it probably forever, right? But also, it's really about mental toughness. It's just hanging on the bar. Hanging on the bar builds your mental toughness. It's like, do I let, like, you know, some little hunger, like growling in the stomach affect me? I'm way mentally tougher. It goes back to the mentality, like, I'm in control. My stomach is growling, but it's not letting me, not letting it affect me. And, you know, at uh, the UK event, I actually was speaking, and I was in the speaking towards the fast, right? During the fast, I was hungry. And it's amazing all this negative thinking start happening. I start thinking, my negative self thought, am I going to have energy? Am I going to get faint on stage? Am I going to forget what I'm going to say? Am I going to be as funny? All this negative self-talk. And I, and I caught myself, I like, snap out of it. Like, if I don't think I'm going to be weak, I'm going to be weak. If you think your stuff you're going to be good, you don't need it, you don't need food, then you don't need food. And you know what? Once I stopped you know, snapping myself out of that negative self-talk, you know, the training went well. At least that's what people tell me. The training went really well, and uh, we, we did well without any food. So that actually has given me less uh, less need for sleep because the digestive system takes up a lot of energy. Uh, but And also, it's allowed me to be more energetic. So great stuff, intermittent fasting, made me uncomfortable. And it really, it's forcing myself to be uncomfortable. Uh, speaking about uncomfortable, uh, two more things. The cold showers here in the UK, I just, just got out of a cold shower. Awesome, really, really cold. I have not taken a warm shower in two and a half years. It just builds mental, again, mental toughness. And it's all about self-esteem. I feel like no matter what challenges, like even like when I was overwhelmed uh, over the podcast episodes, I could do it. You know, it just builds mental toughness. Hanging on the bar. For those who don't know about hanging on the bar, go back to, ep- uh, I think, episode, I forgot what it is right now off the top of my head, but first behind-the-scenes episodes where I talked about hanging on the bar. My mentor challenged me, and I kind of emotionally really um, messed me up. But I've been able, from doing two minutes, I got my all-time high of hitting 254. And by the way, sleep has nothing to do with it. I did two, one of my best times ever was I slept three, four hours only. And I was actually on the way to, on a, take a long plane ride. And I slept, you know, I was sleeping on a plane, so I didn't sleep much at home. Um, the big turning point was, yeah, I changed the timer. I used the meditation timer instead of thinking about the time. I'll keep my eyes closed and relaxed and just meditate while I'm hanging on the bar. And that's giving me extra... 15 seconds easily. I used to hit uh, like 254 now. I don't hit 254 all the time, but I hit the 240s, 230s. 230s is pretty easy now. As a, you know, it's crazy because two weeks ago when I recorded my last behind the scenes, it was pretty hard. 230. Now 230 is easy just from a mental shift using a different timer and meditating more, not looking at the time. It's just incredible how much we can push ourselves. Um, you know, my one-on-one masterminds, that's actually one of the best things I've done, just having accountability partners every month sharing. i got to give them a big shout-out again, Alex, for helping me um, really push myself mentally. And not because, you know, back in July, I was so happy. I did, you know, 10 days in a row of hitting two minutes. 
and I was so scared to go to harder because I was going to hurt my hands. By the way, my hands are all calloused, but I was so scared. And now I've been able to prove a minute on that in about four months, in four months' time. So special thanks for Alex for doing that. <clears throat> uh, I guess part of the overwhelm is also I, I launched a class, a recruiting academy class, at the same time doing a webinar while I'm doing all these episodes, right? And taking my kids to Disneyland and, and doing Halloween trick-or-treating and all that stuff. But uh, we made it. I think as of this recording, the class is closed. We just released our first class. Super excited about that. Working on that. Um, and it's really about time management. And what I realized is staying focused, saying no. Focus on your core things and when your most energy do uh, you do? And that's why I actually recorded this episode. Even though I spoke today, I'm kind of a little, little bit tired, but I took a cold shower. Cold shower pumped me up. And right then, I'm, I'm say, well, I'm pumped up with the cold endorphins. Let's go record this baby here. Um, a couple other wins was, this is a daddy moment that was really cool, was, uh, oh, I got to share this, okay? Because I told you, said I was going to hold you all hold me accountable. Hiring a nanny assistant. We kind of done that. We're 80% there. We actually hired a nanny assistant. It was done. But uh, the only reason I says 80%, I thought it was 100% done. It's just imagine. It's incredible. The most important question I ask myself every day, how do I hire a nanny assistant before November 1st? I wrote that down, affirmations, every single night, every single morning. And guess what? We did it. Now, the only reason I said 80% there, because uh, she's a great, a pretty good assistant, I'll say. Not great. But the nanny work, I don't know if she listens to it or not. It's not that good. So we might have to hire someone else. She's not someone my wife is very happy with right now. So please keep us in prayers to find someone good to take care of my son. Uh, or else I'll be full-time daddy again. And I actually did an episode. Talk about craziness. I did an episode on Facebook Live with Paul Poirier. Um, if you wanted some entertainment, I did that holding my nine, eight-month son in my arm and feeding him while doing the ML Nation interview. All right, there you go. I mean, I could. I remember when I first started ML Nation, I was so nervous. Now I could do holding my baby, and uh, fortunately, he didn't cry much, and the show went well. I talk about being uncomfortable, and I grew. Now I can know that I can hold my baby and feed him, and still conduct good live interviews at the same time. So, um, top, yeah, uncomfortable. Oh, but big win was my son teaching him not to be frustrated. So every day after I pick him up from school, we shoot hoops. We should make 30 baskets in our backyard, and sometimes he make three in a row, six in a row. And one time he made six in a row. He's so fired up. The next day he starts off. He's oh, I can make six in a row easy. He's really cocked, you know, confidence, a little bit cocky and stuff. And he goes out there, starts missing shots, and all of a sudden he's frustrated. He gets frustrated, more and more frustrated. And of course, the more frustrated you are, the more you miss, right? The more frustrated you are, the more you miss. And I was just saying. Uh, and he got to the point, he didn't want it. he was not crying, and I actually took a video and showed him, he didn't want to see, he got more angry, then I took a video, again, it's the power of visualization, I always teach him to visualize, I showed him a video we took a couple months ago, when he made a basket, how happy he was, and I was like, hey, relax and take a deep breath, and he said, no, that doesn't work, he's just, I can't do it, it's so hard, how can we do it, how is it, so ne- it's negative self-talk, said, no, 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 you can do it, and negative self-talking. So I played the video of back in July when he made his first basket. And I said, do you see? Ethan, you could do it. And I start just playing that over and over. And I said, visualize that. See it. And slowly he hit one and two. And he got happy. And he ended up hitting like five in a row. And then that was, uh, and we ended on a good note. He was all happy and stuff. And he got ice cream. So I said, because if you hit there, I'll get you ice cream. So that was a proud daddy moment because for the longest time I was struggling. I admit I was almost, I was frustrated with him. And, but I knew he wasn't going to quit. 
I could not let him quit. He wanted to quit, and how do I force him not to quit without getting angry and still not, you know, um, destroy the love of the game for him, right? But you know, I was worried that some parents push themselves too much, become like living vicariously, vicariously through their kids, living their life through the kids. I never wanted to be like that. I was used to be so hardcore basketball. I never wanted to be that type of parent. And but it all worked out. You know, he I told him relax, and that's the key. Like I think meditation is the nugget, the number one business advice. And give just relax, meditate, let it flow, and you hit it. And I told him relax, Ethan, just relax, smile, be happy. So if you're not happy, you're frustrated, and then you're gonna miss. And he learned, and he learned what, and then he never knew what frustration meant in, in terms of achieving things. And he learned. And then the next day we did it again. Of course, he missed some shots. He started becoming frustrated. I said, "Hey, Ethan, what happened?" And then he ended up hitting his shots. Uh, he, we you know we keep going to him at thirty shots. Hits not thirty in a row, but hit thirty. And then he was, you know, a proud daddy moment. He said, "Hey, daddy, I wasn't frustrated today." And I had a big, big smile. So that's a daddy moment. Um, and then I'll show you, if it wasn't before, before network marketing, I probably would have been yelling, screaming at him, wouldn't know what to do. So, again, I'm not saying, uh, you are out there, but I definitely did not know how to be, would not know how to be a good parent, but through the personal development, through network marketing, this helped out a lot. So, that was a big, big win. Alright, uh, two other things I'm excited for is, um, once I get back, I am going back tomorrow, back to the US. So, Monday, this, if you're listening to this, it'll probably be on a, it'll be Wednesday, recording this Sunday night. Before we hang out, get some more fish and chips in the UK. But I'm excited to this weekend take my sons to Thomas Train. So live, big size, yeah, big size, like human size Thomas Trains. Okay, if you don't know what Thomas Trains are, uh, once you have a boy, a kid, you know what Thomas the Train is. Life size Thomas Train is a tradition. We go every year down to this place called Paris, California. Right, lots of memories are made. I'm super excited about that. Taking a day trip, it's like an hour and a half drive for that. And uh, I think they do a tour in the U.S. If you never take your kid there, make them happy. It was really good. I'm super excited about that. We've been going, this will be a third year going. And then I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a little further away, but tradition of cousins. Uh, these are cousins I never grew up grew up knowing because of our in-law issues. But we reconnected like six, seven years ago. Seven years ago and been close friends. And, you know, every uh, we just hung out with them during my niece's uh, birthday and then during October again, and then again um, in Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I'm super excited to see them. I think when we go there, it is crazy madness. It is three of us, three cousins, and we have a total of uh, more adults than, uh, more kids than adults. Yeah, more kids than adults. Because I guess they all have two kids, but I, you know, I blessed everyone with an extra child with three. So it's just imagine six adults with seven kids running around like crazy. It is a ton of fun. Lots of memories. Last thing before I hop off is uh, the U.S. No BS, No Hype USA. Make sure you check out. That is one of the biggest events I've done in the USA. Check it out. It's totally worth it in January. January 27, 28, 29 with big name speakers there like Armin Pujol, Kerry Crane Dickey. Uh, there was seven figure Armin Pujol, you know, was a seven figure a month owner. Okay, seven figure a month earner. Uh, now he owns his own company, Kerry Crane Dickey, seven figure earner. Adam and Michelle Kerry, they are like co market experts. Those are great trainers. Uh, and then Babette Gilbertino, another multiple six figure earner who's been spoken on GoPro stage. Uh, most powerful woman stage and the networking times will be there as well. So super excited. Go check it out. Go to mlnation.net forward slash USA. Okay, mlnation.net 
forward slash USA. A lot of you heard about my events in Australia. This is the time for you to check me out in the USA. And the January, I know it's cold in a lot of places. So LA is a great place. You can go there in shorts and a t-shirt. Awesome place. MLNation.net forward slash USA. Go get your tickets. There's also batch discounts available if you get them in bulk. Uh, discounts uh, for the early bird. So check it out, mlnation.net forward slash USA. So that's it for this event. Um, for this, I also reading books. I've been reading like a fiend. Okay, reading a lot. Uh, reading out the biography of Benjamin Franklin right now. Uh, also recently finished uh, The Black Swan, which is something I've been really wanting to read. Talk about the events, how we have sometimes... You talk about our judge. We don't make good judgments because we don't see things from an objective point of view, uh, and how we deceive ourselves. Of negative self talk, self talk, we deceive ourselves the way we're looking at things. So we think things are like a black swan, weird, but actually they're expected. But we're only getting of not we're getting inaccurate perception of what's actually really happening. One of the best books I read. I'm actually reviewing the notes on that. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, uh, Walt, you know, from Walter Isaacson, I'm reading his biography there. And another one I read is Mindless Eating. So interesting how companies and company, food companies and restaurants make us eat more. Really good stuff. So that is it. Okay, now again, read, reading The Obstacle is the Way. Good stuff from Ryan Holiday. I'll put these in the show notes page. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, this has been a longer one, lots of stuff going on, but remember, no matter how tough they are, remember, whatever, your worst moments is when you grow the most, and it's been a sleep-deprived, happening, non-stop family, non-stop business moment, and, but great memories I created my kids, and at the same time, building up ML Nation, because even more exciting things going on. When you're pushed outside your comfort zone, that is when you're growing the most, so, Whatever next you need to do to make yourself uncomfortable, go do it because it is so worth it. So that's it. Go out there, build your business, make it happen. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.